my friends definitely tease me in a loving way. I like to take it anyway. Um, they definitely tease me about how much I value my bedtime routine. I'm definitely the annoying friend that is setting our own curfews, that is making us go home at an early enough time, that's calculating how many hours of sleep I'm going to get, like working backward, etc. Um, but that's because I know what a difference quality sleep makes in the way that I feel and the way that I function. It has become so, so important to me over the last couple of years, and I'm really excited to share with you what I do, what has made the differences that have worked for me. They might not be exactly what you're going to do, but I hope that by sharing some of these things, it's going to inspire you to value your bedtime routine and create a bedtime ritual that supports good sleep for you and just becomes a part of a healthy lifestyle that you love. Hey there, welcome to Be Well With Steph, the podcast, the show for women who know that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal and who are ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a lot of coffee. I'm Steph Jenko, your holistic nutrition coach and your host, and I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a healthy lifestyle you love, a lifestyle that gives you the strength energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. Getting a good night's sleep affects everything for me. It affects the way I'm able to focus on my work, the way I'm able to move my body with more intention, the outlook I have, just kind of my positivity for the day, in addition to all of my performance. I know that Getting a good night's sleep makes me feel good, but in addition to just the way that I feel from a physiological standpoint, our bodies need quality sleep. Sleep is when our bodies slow down our rate of breathing, slow down our heart rate, slow down the amount of energy that we expend. Instead of our daily activities consuming all of our energy, like our energy from food, not using our energy allows our body to redirect some of it to things like our cell repair and growth, including the way our muscles grow, our tissues grow and repair, the way our body synthesizes protein, including the proteins that help us to fight infection and inflammation and boost our immune system. When we're asleep, our body releases hormones that regulate our emotions, support our healthy brain function. There's a lot of research to suggest that sleep improves our memory, our focus, our cognition, our problem solving and creativity. Those are all super important. I don't know about you, but my memory, focus, cognition, problem solving and creativity are all really important to me. Of course, in addition to my body physically being healthy and strong. And if sleep has the power to help us improve all of those things, then I want to make sure that I improve the quality and the amount of sleep that I get. When I say that I want to get enough sleep, for me, enough sleep is at least seven hours. And seven hours is actually what they would recommend for the majority of adults, at least seven hours of sleep in order for your body to do all of these um, important repair and growth functions that I was talking about. And of course, that can vary. Maybe you feel a little bit better when you get a little less, like six and a half. Maybe you feel like if you don't get eight, you're not functioning at your prime. 
you can find your sweet spot. For me, I know that it really is if I don't get seven hours of sleep, I am not performing the way that I would like to. If I can get eight, that's awesome. Seven and a half to eight is what I strive for of actually being asleep for. If I get more than eight, I might be off again. My, um, I might be groggy or not feel exactly like my best. So I've found that sweet spot. You're going to have to find yours, but I do really recommend trying to strive for seven. And there are actually seven ways that I find that I um, that support my being able to get that better quality and longer duration of sleep. There's kind of like seven things when I whittled it down that I think are what helped me get a good night's sleep. And again, these are just things that are a part of my ritual. I'm going to talk about a few supplements that I do use and things that I include it might not be right for you or it might be worth a try. I am not giving you advice and saying that you should definitely be taking all these supplements. I'm just sharing what has worked for me and anything that I talk about, I will link in the show notes. So if you're interested in doing your own research and deciding if it's a good fit for you, you can do that too. So the first thing I do is I plan in time for getting ready for bed. And this is where people might tease me because I know I have to have a cushion of time to start my bedtime routine. If I'm going to try to get at least seven to eight hours of sleep, I know that when I am fully settled in, it might take me another half an hour to fall asleep. And I know that the things I like to do to unwind are about half an hour. So that means if I'm intending to be asleep around 10 or 1030, I need to start getting ready for bed around 9 or 9.30. I need that cushion of time to do all the things. So planning ahead and just acknowledging when your own bedtime is, is a really good start. Um, I do take melatonin at bed. That's the second thing that I would mention. So if I know I'm trying to go to sleep around 10, I usually take three to five milligrams of melatonin around 9 p.m. And sometimes I take CBD with that also. Melatonin, I'm not cozy with any particular brand CBD. I use Bison Botanics. Um, Melatonin is a hormone that your brain makes. It's the hormone that tells your body the difference between daytime and nighttime. And that's why we do things like promote um, darkness and decreased lights at nighttime, because that's when our body begins to produce melatonin. It kind of triggers the signal that it's time to get ready for sleep. So taking a melatonin supplement can help to trigger your body's own production of melatonin that gets you ready for bed. Um, It's not something I take every night, but if you know me at all, you know that I could have the tendency to be a little bit tightly wound and for my brain to be going all the time. I have a really hard time um, kind of unwinding and getting those thoughts to shut off. I think it's just the multi-passionate creative part of me, but I have a really hard time shutting down. So for me, I've found that a few milligrams of melatonin is really, really helpful for that. CBD is more about sustaining my sleep during the night. And I don't take it all the time, but if I find that I have not been getting great sleep during the night, like maybe I'm up, my you know, something wakes me up and then my thoughts run wild again, CBD can help me to stay in that relaxed state. Again, I'm not saying that those are things that you necessarily should do, but they're just components of my bedtime routine that work for me. And if I'm going to be honest and truthful about what I do, uh, those definitely, definitely play a role for me. The, The next thing I would say, kind of like I mentioned before, is that darkness triggers our body to make melatonin. It triggers us to start to be sleepy. 
So I really try to create a more subdued atmosphere. My phone is programmed to go into dark mode by 9.30. So it starts to, um, it takes the color off the screen. It starts to dim it. It shuts off some of my notifications. Check your phone's um, settings, your well-being or wellness settings. You may have bedtime ritual settings on your phone, depending on like what kind of phone you have. Um, I have a Galaxy and it's called well-being settings. And in there, it allows for you to set a time that you want to start shutting yourself down when you want your bedtime to be. And it will really help you with that. It can be a useful tool. But I try to dim my phone, to dim the lights, um, to you know turn off or down the TV, to put the lamps on instead of the overheads, all those sorts of things, and really try to minimize my phone usage during that bedtime because I don't wanna be staring at bright lights that are going to tell my brain it's time to be awake. I'm doing everything in my power to tell my brain that it's time to prepare to sleep. So I start preparing my environment to sleep. I've prepared myself by you know, setting up that time frame for preparing for bed by maybe taking supplements that need time to kick in. And then I take a few minutes to prepare for the morning, whatever that might look like, depending on what's going on in the morning. But usually that means going over my planner, knowing what's coming the next day. So I'm not laying in bed thinking about it, maybe doing a little bit of a bedtime brain dump or to-do list of some kind. So again, I'm not saying, oh, I really need to remember that in the morning, kind of pre-thinking it and getting it out of my head and onto paper so I can relax a little bit and go to bed confidently knowing that I have thought about those things. I'm not going to forget them. If I have an early morning or if I just want to start my morning out on a good note, I might lay out clothes I'm going to wear, um, lay out clothes that I can move my body or exercise in, fill the water for coffee, maybe just little things, straighten up the kitchen so that when I wake up, I'm going to hit the ground running. It's not part of it is preparing for morning. The other part is that knowing those things are taken care of allows me to ease my mind and relax a little bit and just be open to sleep. So after I've kind of cleared my mind and clean, you know, kind of cleaned my mind, then I clean my body in some way. I like to go to bed fresh. Sometimes that might mean jumping in a super quick shower and just rinsing off. Even if I've already showered, I might just really quick rinse off and feel fresh. But if I don't do that, I might wash my, I know this sounds weird to some people, but I might just wash my feet or wipe my feet. I like the idea that I'm getting into bed with clean feet. And I don't know, there's something about that connection that just feels fresh. So I might do that. And I definitely wash my face. Um, I am still using Buffalo Gale organic skincare, still really, really love it. I'll drop the code in here for you. If you're interested in checking it out, you can use Be Well with Steph online at Buffalo Gale Skincare and you'll get 15% off your whole online purchase. So I use a cleanser and toner and serum at nighttime. Just helps me to feel fresh. And I really do really do believe that I wake up and my skin is brighter and clearer in the morning when I take the time to do that at night. So it just kind of re resets my mind and resets my body, right? And then I, I put on clean clothes. I used to have a tendency to sleep in like whatever I was wearing. And I really try to just change my environment all as a signal that it's time for my body and my brain to make a change too. So once I'm clean and fresh, and this is especially when my feet are clean, um, I use a magnesium balm with lavender oil in it, and I put it right on the bottoms of my feet. 
Magnesium is a mineral and it is connected with over 600 different body functions and body reactions to our environment. And again, cell repair, brain health, um, good at preventing headaches and promoting sleep. It's great for women and hormones and just everything. It's connected, again, to over 600 functions. Magnesium is in all of your cells in some way. And the lavender oil is really relaxing at nighttime too. So I use the one from a local company called Nickel City Alchemy. Again, I can link them in the show notes. And so I just put it on the bottom of my feet before I go to bed. And it's super relaxing. It feels like self-care, even though it's, you know, honestly a supplement. It feels like part of my self-care ritual, like another signal. This is time. You're not going to walk around with, slimy feet right now, right? So this is a signal that you're done, you're in bed, you're ready to relax. And the lavender just smells so, so good. So I've done all these things, right? This is kind of the routine. I've planned in this time, took the supplements, cleaned my brain, cleaned my body, got my brain to start triggering that it was time to relax and settle down. And I try so hard. Of course, I'm, I'm not perfect at this. This is the step that I'm always continually working on. But I try really hard at this point to eliminate distractions and to eliminate lights. That being said, I said my mind wanders and my mind races. So I usually need something um, that I can get out of, helps me get out of my own head. It might be a meditation, music, or a guided meditation. I use both of those on occasion or a podcast. It might be a book that I'm into and I read a few pages to help my mind unwind. That's usually the fastest thing that will put me to sleep. Um, I just really try to stay off of my phone. And I used to have a no TV policy. Well, I should say I tried to have a no TV policy in my room. And I just found that sometimes that was not promoting me going to sleep faster. But what I do is I set a timer um, and I make sure that whatever is playing is something that's familiar to me, not something new or exciting or action filled that I want to stay up and watch, but just a rerun of something so that it becomes background noise and it becomes a kind of sense of comfort or familiarity. And then of course there's a timer. I don't let it play all night, but might just be 30 minutes that helps me to get out of my own head, to relax into something comforting and familiar, and then hopefully drift off to sleep knowing I've done everything I can to support my body in that time frame. And I try again to be asleep kind of Um, usually between 10 and 10.30. That would be like the latest on a regular weeknight that I try to go to sleep to allow myself that seven to eight hour cushion before I get up because I try to get up. um, It varies, but it's usually sometime between 5.30 and 6.30 that I'm trying to start my waking up and morning routine. So I hope that you find this helpful. Again, this is just what I do. I'm not prescribing you anything or saying that this is an end-all be-all, but I do think that it's important that you try with intention to build your own ritual. You try with intention to reset yourself to allow your body to produce the melatonin that it needs and to give yourself a cushion to restore and re-energize yourself so that you can wake up feeling a little more energetic, a little more focused, and just plain feeling well. (laughs) 
If you're listening to this episode at the end of September, at the time that it airs, then I wanted to just quickly extend a special invitation to you. If you were to go to bewellwithsteph.com right now, you'll find um, at the top of the website a webinar event called Building Your Wellness Toolkit. On Instagram recently and with clients, we've been talking a lot about cravings and how a lot of times when we crave certain foods or we crave our more fun or comfort foods, it's connected to our emotions. We do need to handle our stress or anxiety or boredom or sadness in some sort of way, but we've come to realize that that solution is not always food. You need a different tool, kind of like imagining if you were a carpenter, but the only tool that you had in your toolkit was a hammer. The hammer's not going to be right for every job, and it might actually end up doing a little bit of harm to your project, right? In the same way, the solution to everything that we feel is not necessarily food. And it's really important that we build more wellness tools into our toolkit that are right for the job so that when we're stressed, we have a tool to handle it. When we're anxious, we have a tool. When we're bored, we might have a different tool. And then when we're hungry or we need energy, we know that we can turn to the tool of food too. I really encourage you to visit the website, bewellwithstuff.com, and jump in to that webinar with us. It's $10. You don't have to be available on the date. The date is September 29th. It's a Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern time is when I'm going to do it live. And you can certainly join the conversation then. But just by registering for the webinar, you have the opportunity to get the emailed recording and you can rewatch it and rewatch it at your convenience as you work to build your own wellness toolkit. So I really hope that you join us there. Thank you so much for listening to Be Well With Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to BeWellWithStuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be Well With Stuff everywhere you like to hang out on social media, so come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well. Be well.